to them. DJs don't want cuts and obey the crowd. Just bump the volume up and play it loud. Hip hop's embedded. Before I said I wouldn't let it. But me and the microphone is still magnetic. Straight off the Yo, 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 people. Welcome to a brand new episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. <laughs> yes, it is Wednesday, and um, <laughs> you know what? The the whole exam situation just seems to keep on rolling on, right? The new thing right now is. They um you turned. <laughs> so uh yeah, they decided to go back to um the teachers recommended grades, which you know what I still don't think is necessarily fair. Because as I said, look, teachers can be assholes. Right, so if a teacher's got a grudge against someone, and hey, teachers hold grudges, <laughs> so uh, yeah, they will fuck you. I think the biggest thing that got me about this whole situation is just the the, the utter nonsense of it all. And I don't mean just the situation itself, but it was just like you had all of these. Fucking whiny kids Be like Oh Everything is over Everything is over I can't go to the university I wanted And it's just like Pivot Motherfucker You know what I mean Like This is time to adapt You know what I mean Like oh you couldn't go to that university Go to another one Right? Because that's what you do. You know, like all these people, because it's, it's, it's a lot of it is lies, right? It's just you didn't get the thing that you necessarily wanted, right? Yeah, it's shitty, but that's fucking life. Life ain't fair, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So you just have to suck it up and you go for another one. Right, you go. Hey, it might not be the first choice. It might not be the second. Fuck it. Right, it still gets you the thing that you wanted. Right, so yeah, I think people just like, oh, my dream of being a doctor is. I mean, like, okay, fine. What's the chances that you are actually going to be a doctor anyway? Yeah, you might have gone to university, but then you're going to burn out and you quit. Right, so shut the fuck up Right, just shut the fuck up I was like, all of these people just crying and whining And just like, ugh I'm just, I'm just over it Because, hey When this happens to other people Right, in previous, no one gave a fuck Right Like, universe, like people fuck you over grades all the time, no one cares, but now you're meant to care, I don't give a fuck, right, don't care, like, all of these little fucking whiny little fuck faces can just figure the shit out, and anyway, let's, let's be clear, right, everyone was moaning that they couldn't even afford university, so, what are you saying, what, now that you, you could afford it, 
No, it's nine grand a fucking term. Like, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So it's just like, what are you saying? What the fuck are you saying? Ah, it is crazy, man. Not the craziest thing that's happening, right? So there's all the like the TikTok shit, right? It it it's kind of baffling, right? I I ain't gonna lie. I find it all just a tad baffling, right? So um. Yeah, you know, it came out. It came out a while back. Like people had back engineered, you know, the system, and were just like, "It's open, right? It's open for like everyone's information is getting just lifted." And the fact that it's owned by the Chinese government is shady as a motherfucker. Like, anything owned by a government, why would you... I'm not joining it. <laughs> I'm not putting all my information on it. It's insane. It's like when everyone did that Russian face swap thing. Right? So now that system has everyone's faces. Crazy motherfuckers. But yeah, like, this whole TikTok thing, like, it's, it's, it's been a ticking time bomb. Ugh. You know what I mean? Uh, for a while. Right, for a goddamn while. But then um the other day, Trump came out and said that they've got 90 days to sell their US operations branch. Which I I'm it's still I'm not quite sure how that works, right? It baffles me how that works. So um I mean the, the supposedly it looks like the, the US Branch would, um, I think that would oversee like the states, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. That's where it seems to be covering, which again, that's a bit of an odd one Australia, New Zealand, but whatever, whatever. And, um, reportedly. You know, it, it's um, valued between 20 and 50 billion, which kind of get, because there is a lot of motherfuckers up on it, right? And all these little motherfuckers are using it. So, yeah, kind of makes sense. It's crazy money, but them's the times, right? So, reportedly... There's a few companies who are in the market for it. You've got Microsoft and Twitter, which, yeah, you know, that all fits in, right? But then you've also got Oracle, who are um, looking to buy it, who are the weirdest fit (laughs) of them all, right? Because they're not a customer-facing organization so it would be a weird one for them to be up in that mix you know but um yeah microsoft and twitter kind of makes sense it then makes you wonder about instagram's reels that they launched recently which who knows if that's any good but who cares <laughs> But this is just all insane. So it then you then wonder though, what about the other 
iterations of TikTok around the world. I don't know what the what if there's a UK branch or if it's just you know the Chinese version. Like who? I don't. I have no clue. I don't know. But if if the US operations get cut off, what does that mean? Around the world, because then surely, right, you would want, anyone would want, like, the European office separate, right, that would be another sale, you would think, you would think, but the biggest thing, right, how the fuck do you separate it? How, how do you separate it from the Chinese Operations And if they found All of this malware And whatnot in the back end I am sure I am sure There is shit that they didn't find like, So even if <laughs> You know what I mean Even if they, They've cut this bit off Right I bet there's still a little you know what I mean? Still a little nook that will be siphoning off all that information back to the Chinese government. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But um hey, it's not surprising, right? It really isn't surprising. One bit of fun news I did see. Supposedly they're thinking of letting um driverless cars uh, on the UK roads, right, like, they've tested it here and there, but, um, yeah, it sounds like they want to actually make it a thing, so, um, hmm, might, might get myself a car, who knows, right, although, I don't really trust that shit, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Definitely would be a waiting process before I do that. But uh huh. It could be um could be on the cards in the near future. Who fucking knows? But uh you know, let us get into um yeah, let's get into things, alright? Cool, cool, cool. So this is kind of interesting, and I don't know if it works, right? But um, the Notting Hill Carnival is going digital this year. So earlier on, they, they announced that they were cancelling the carnival this year. But now, there's going to be a digital version, right? I, yeah, it seems odd. Right, it really does. So, what they're gonna do is, um, yeah, have channels. Have I think there's four channels. Uh, you know, Spotify are going to, um, yeah, be screening it. Uh, so the um, the main stage channel is gonna be hosted by DJ Ace. And Remil London Right So then we've got the Sound system channel 
which is being hosted by Shayna Marie, Yinka, and Rasquami. Um, along with, I think, um, like Aurori Styler, Claire Clotley, and Martin J are also gonna be presenting. But I don't know how this works, right? Because, hey, I don't know about other people, but when I go to carnival, it's about getting some, you know, it's the atmosphere, right? And, hey, it's the food. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going for the food, right? Because, oh, my gosh, there's these saltfish, like, dumpling things that are incredible and i have not found them anywhere else ain't found them anywhere else they are insanely good man oh my gosh but yeah that's like one of the reasons i go carnival the sound systems and all that are fine you know what I mean? It's, it's fine. It's fun to see, you know, the crazy, like, this, these colourful, crazy costumes and everything like that. But it is all a bit of a melee. And there's only so much, like, still pans and stuff I can listen to, you know? And, it, like, because if you're putting it digitally, it's just, you're not getting the things that make the carnival the carnival. You might as well just, because if it's just a sound system, you can hear a lot of the sound systems on some radio stations. So you just tune into that. You know? Like, it. look, I always respect, you know, the grind. People trying a new thing. I just don't know if this really does it. You know what I mean? Like... I'm sure, look, there's going to be some people that will tune in, for sure. But, you know, it's just not really going to be the same. Um, so, yeah, seem, seems odd. I would have just left it, to be honest. Just left it for this year, you know. And, um, yeah, see what happens next year, you know. But, uh, hey, they're doing it, so um, let's see what the fuck happens, right? So, this is interesting, right? Um, Susan B. Anthony was arrested in 1872. And you want to know why? Because she voted. <laughs> yeah. That, how crazy is that? Now, she was... Um, you know, she was a leader of the the suffrage movement. You know, she was a suffragette. Uh, and so, yeah, she was fighting for, you know, female representation back in the day. And, uh, yeah, but it's, it's crazy, right? Women weren't allowed to vote. There's all these things that were in the past. You know, just these crazy situations. And, um, yeah. Women weren't allowed to vote back then um, So, you know, she went to um, the voting station in the hometown of Rochester And, uh, yeah, she passed the vote But it was illegal, so she got arrested um, 
Now, she she was fined, right? She didn't go to jail, as far as I'm aware. You know, she but she was fined. She refused to pay, but at the time, the authorities, you know, they were just like, ah, whatever. We're not doing anything else, which is a good thing. But you know, that that arrest still stands. Still stands, which is insane. It's crazy, right? Um, now, in nineteen nineteen, they um, you know, Congress passed an amendment to um, to the Constitution. It was the nineteenth amendment, and it stated the right of citizens. Of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. So, yeah, this was passed in 1919 and ratified the following year on the 18th of August 1920. So, a hundred years on, (laughs) you know. She still has the arrest, but Donald Trump has um has come out and said he is going to uh, pardon her, which hey that's a that's a good thing. It always does though baffle me how these things never happen, right? You you kind of think automatically that someone would go just look at all of these crazy arrests, you know, and go, you know what, yeah, we're pardoning these people, because every year, you know, people get pardoned, you know, and especially on, um, oh gosh, I think it's when a president is elected, and when they exit, they can definitely pardon, I think there's a, a certain number Right, there's a certain number of people you can pardon, but yeah, you'd think that would be done. But you can pardon people whenever as well, like with this. You know, he's pardoning um, Anthony now, and you know he's not finished his term yet. Uh, but yeah, it, it was like when um, you know weed was legal, well decriminalized. Let's say. You'd think that all the arrests for weed would then get quashed. But still, people in jail for it. It is a baffling thing that isn't just a US issue. Like This shit happens all over the place. And in the UK too. But I thought it was interesting that, um, yeah, you know, Anthony has finally been pardoned. So, um... There is some light in the world, it would seem, even though it is batshit crazy right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Alright, so this kind of came out of left field, and I never really expected to, um, yeah, see this, especially now. But, um, two guys have been charged with the murder of, uh, Jam Master J. Yeah. You know, like, Jay was killed in 2002. Like, I remember that shit. Because it was just crazy. 
know what I mean? Like, they, they kind of, you know, been gone for a while, right? So it, it was a weird thing for, for that to happen. Like, you knew that, you know, Jade been doing a lot of work in the community, and I forget, like, I remember just hearing something about how he's helping out, like, you know, kids with the studio, and all of this, and then, boom, out of nowhere, like, yeah, he got killed, and then it was just, like, nothing, absolutely nothing, which was just, like, how the fuck... Like, I don't understand how no one knew what the fuck happened. It was it was a weird friggin' situation. You know, but um yeah. Prosecutors have just come out, you know, from like the um US Attorney's Office and said that you know it was Ronald Washington and Carl Jordan who uh who killed him and there's a, there's information as well which is just like wait how do they know all of this right so you know jay was childhood friends with washington right um and they said that one of them hugged him like came to his office like in the studio and he's playing video games one of them went over, hugged him, and then they shot him. Which is just like, wait, where are you getting all of this information all of a sudden? You know? Um, so, but what they're saying, what they're saying, which I'm just like, wait. Hmm. Is that, um, yeah, it was over drugs, yeah, that's what they're saying. It was it was over a drug deal that Jay was gonna cut them out of. So supposedly he'd acquired ten um kilograms of cocaine and he had said that you know they weren't gonna get any money from the sale of it. So yeah, they mur they murdered him. Which I'm a bit like but they're not, they're still getting no money, like, you know what I mean, if, if this happened the way they're saying it happened, they're still not getting it, they still didn't get any of the money, so it's just like, what are you doing, <laughs> you know, it just seems crazy, and also, like, do they actually have evidence of the drugs, because if you now say that, you know what I mean, Jake, Jay was distributing drugs. That's kind of it's fucked up. Because he's dead. He can't deny that. He can't defend against those claims. You know what I mean? So now people are gonna be thinking that oh, is Jam Master Jay a, a drug dealer? Like well, what's going on? You know, but yeah, that that's all what's come out, you know. It's weird. Supposedly as well, Washington, you know, is a suspect in um, the murder of Randy Walker, who was, um, you know, part of Tupac's crew, 
That's, so that's what they're saying. Um, but I don't think he got, you know, incarcerated for that. Who knows? Like, this is all... It all seems like there's a lot of circumstantial information. But, um... Yeah. I've... I've I have no clue, you know, I have no clue, it's all real fucking weird, right, so as of right now, right, um, they've arrested Carl Jordan, okay, so, um, Washington is, he's in jail over something else, so, like, he's getting charged formally next week, but they're, they're both being charged with um, murder while engaged in narcotics trafficking. And it also says, and other felonies. Who knows? Yeah, who really knows what those are? Um, I do feel this needs to be kind of cleared up and clarified. Because he does have three kids. Right, so that is some taint there. You know what I mean? There is some taint. But um, yeah, who friggin' knows? As I as I said, I was not suspecting yeah, just this. Because it just like it was 2002, 18 years ago. Just seemed like this was a dead case, you know? I will say one thing though, right? So in this article that you know, I, I, I saw about this, right, so they say, um, the influential act formed with Joseph Run Simmons and Daryl DMC McDaniel disbanded after his death, they are famous for tracks such as Tricky and Aerosmith's Walk This Way, and I'm just like, what, like, <laughs> That's it Like Why the fuck Are you just saying Those Songs That really seems like uh, A crazy Misservice Disservice even You know Just like Because firstly It was a It was an actual Cover of Walk This Way That they They brought Steven Tyler And Joe Perry in to record, you know, so there is that, but, hey, they're known for, like, my Adidas, which helped them sign a huge-ass deal with Adidas, which kind of, you know, started that whole, yeah, like, you know, kind of thing in rap, you know, like, then we, we we end up with, like, Nike and FUBU and just all those other things. But, yeah, that was, I feel that was the uh, the birth of all of that, right? But there's other great songs, you know, Raising Hell. <laughs> you know, there's stuff like, that, like, Peter Piper. Like, what are they Doing roots rap reggae jam master jamming rock the house king of rock yo there's fucking tracks son there's like there's tracks 
And all they can say is, oh yeah, Tricky and, um, you know, Aerosmith's song. It's like, come on. Seriously. I, that just seems mad disrespectful. You know what I mean? Mad disrespectful. The, the, yeah, it, it's just thrown out like that, but, you know. Anyway, um, but yeah, definitely interested to see, like, what actually happens, you know, if, you know, these dudes are going to get found guilty, like, what the fuck, what's happening, yeah, interesting, These are this is a crazy fucking year for sure, you know? Okay, so, listen, I don't know all the ins out of US politics, I don't, right, and last week I pondered the question how, you know, Kamala Harris was chosen over other people to run as Biden's VP nomination, right, now, over the last few days, you know, other things have happened, so Michelle Obama the other day gives a speech by just criticising Trump, which is fine, I don't care, that's not the issue, and other people have done that as well, right, but what I am not seeing are those same you know, magnifying glasses be turned back on Harris by her party, by the people, you know, calling out Trump, right? And it is the thing about politics, I get it, it's very dishonest, because you will call people out on the other party on shit that you've done yourself, You know what I mean? There is no irony in politics. It's insane. It really is insane. Now, we have a a, a lot of people, like, saying that Harris was real progressive. And, you know, she touts policies and things that she did. You know, like, um, bring about a police training system. Right? That's what, you know, supposedly she did. You know what I mean? That's what they're saying. Now, when you actually you know, go into it, this tree, this police training course is kind of bullshit, right? It was a total of eight hours, Eight hours, that's not training, that's a day, you know what I mean, like, what the fuck is that, that's a day's worth of training, right, you can go to a fucking conference for that, like, what is that, it's eight hours, and, you know, just the, like, the sign-up was rubbish, they had a, a little bit over 90 applicants from over 30 agencies, 
that's just shit. It's rub. It's bad. It's like, look, if you're doing it, make it compulsory. And this is one thing that she didn't seem to ever do: make things compulsory, right? Because if you're thinking, okay, police need this training, then give all the police training, right? But it still doesn't address the issue. If you're like, but she's like, oh, I've done a lot about you know police reform. That's not police reform. That's a band aid. You know, you just put a plaster on it. What like what is that? You know, we we know plasters do not stay on for long. You know what I mean? They usually don't even last a motherfucking day. So what are you doing? Like there was there's never a call to actually look at the recruitment process. You know, look at how they are you know judging the eligibility of someone becoming an officer that's reform right so when everyone's saying defund the police which is a stupid thing to say right so stu- there's nothing can run with no money right when you want reform the thing is you have to go to the very motherfucking beginning so look at the process, look at the applications, yo, there should be a stringent system to analyse who gets in, I remember I worked at a cinema while at uni, right, and there was some, you know, there's like kids work at cinemas, because it's cheap labour for them, right, and you had these 16 year olds going, I want to be in the police, yeah, I want power over people. Yeah, I want to be able to tell people what I want. It's just like that does not a police person make. That person, they do not, they should not get in. That those people got in. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the issue, right? So there is that. So her training is bullshit. She then people want to, you know, talk about the fact that hey, she brought in Body cameras, right? First of its kind system. Okay, you can say that, but it wasn't mandatory. It wasn't a mandatory thing, right? So only the police that worked directly under her actually had to wear them. Everyone else didn't. And her bullshit response is, oh, she doesn't fit, think a one-size-fits-all solution is necessary. She thinks people can be left under their discretion. Well, if being left under your own discretion is something that works, then there wouldn't be all the bullshit, Right? So it's just like, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You know, it, it, it's just, yeah, it's fucked up, man. You know, like, another thing is, you know, she talks about the back on track thing. Which, yo, that's a great thing. That's a great idea, right? But... On the flip side, you know, she was 
fighting to keep people in jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, wait, it's go, going, hey, we've got a program to um, help people, you know, stay out, like, you know, once they're out of jail, stay out, stay out of jail. But if you're then fighting to keep them in, that negates that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Like, that's that's just some crazy ass shit. That's not helpful. It, it it's some crazy. Ah, it's infuriating, right? She she's a flip flopper. She panders to people, right? And one of the responses, because, you know, she was, uh, like, there was a point when she was told to reduce the number of people in prison by 33,000. She didn't do. Then she was told to release everyone, like, who was on a, um, like, a non-violent crime, you know, so once they'd served a, uh, you know, like, some of their sentence, just let them out. Because, they, you know, they're not dangerous people. But her response was, hey, if we let these people out, that then reduces our labour. Right? That was the reason to keep people in jail So they had free fucking labour What, like, what is that? And this is, this is all documented stuff This isn't me just pulling conclusions This is all documented stuff Right, so I, I listened to, um uh, 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 like the Innocent Project, the guys that were a part of the Innocent Project, they were on Joe Rogan, right? And some people might be, oh, oh I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Uh, shut up. Gary, <laughs> who cares? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Fine, you listen to whatever you want to listen to, but facts are facts, right? People aren't going to go on and just. Lie, right, and again, this is information that can be backed up, right, so she has fought to, you know, put people back in jail that were found innocent, you know, she she fought to stop DNA testing, when the DNA then showed when it was finally allowed to be tested, that those people were innocent, right, she's done some shitty things, some real shitty things, so, I, I, it, you know, I wondered why people don't want to talk about that, right, I, I, I wonder why people don't want to talk about that, look, She's a cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? She is a cunt. And that's not to say she hasn't done some good things. No, as I said, look, the, the policy to um, help keep people out of jail, that's good. 
right? Try introducing body cams, that's good. But when you're not following any of that shit up and you're putting in back doors so people don't have to actually do those things, right? That's that's some bullshit. Right, when you are trying to keep people in jail who shouldn't be there, that is bullshit. It's bullshit, right? So, talk about that. You know, like if we're criticizing people for the bullshit that they've done, then let's just do it across the board. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Now listen, again, look, she has been, you know, she she's trying to block um like police chokeholds and things such as that, which yes, that's great. That's great that she's doing that. You know? So listen, she might not be a hundred percent cunt, right? But she's definitely got Cunt jeans You know what I'm saying So Hey let's be fair About this shit If we're talking about stuff If if we are calling people Out on their Bullshit Let's call people out On their bullshit right Let's call people out on that Let's just say What it is it can't be this whole, you know, fugazi system of, oh, he's an arsehole, so let's talk about him. You know, there's even that. Let's be fair. Yeah, like Trump has done some things that are good, right? We have to be fair about, you know, talking about stuff. Not everything he does is shit, right? So people. Aren't completely bad, right? But people aren't completely good. Like Obama did some bullshit. Like we gotta be fair when we talk about this. Now, the fact that Obama did some bullshit, right? It doesn't take away from the fact that he was very tempered. You you know what I mean? It was a soothing presence. You know what I mean? You you trusted what he said. But, yeah, there was still some bullshit, right? The whistleblowing stuff, killed a lot of people with drones. Look, you you got to just talk about it. We can't cherry pick. And that's what people are doing right now. They are cherry picking, right? Just because you don't want Trump as the president, you can't just act like these other people aren't kind of bullshit themselves. Right? Let's be real about this. You know? That's all I'm saying, people. Let's be fucking real about this. You know what I mean? So, say it as it is, right? Just say it as it is, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Let's start this conversation. Because if we think about it, right? She's... If if Biden wins, she's basically the president. Because Biden ain't making it... I don't even think he's making... I do not think he's making it for. 
don't think he's making it for. He's an old motherfucker. He can hardly speak and form hearing sentences. He is going to, you know, he's going to be serving up in the sky or down below wherever the fuck he's going, right? For those people that believe in that sort of shit. But he ain't seeing it out. So she's going to get there. And um, yeah, if you want someone that's flip-flopping, understand who's going. That's the thing, understand who could be jumping in You know what I mean? Okay, so I'm not saying that this dude is a liar You know what I mean? But, I am super suspect, okay? Because, ah, uh, so a, um, a dude, a guy, a man, a husband <laughs> you know, his name is Mark Doyle Okay, so um, he was surfing with his wife She got attacked by a shark And he says Actually, it's not Mark Doyle I don't know where I got that from It's Mark Rapley Right, so um, yeah So surfing with his wife uh, She gets attacked And he says he paddled over Jumped on the shark's back Punched it repeatedly in the nose And the shark released his wife And then he helped her back to um, the beach So, I mean, listen That's one of those things, right That we get told all the time You know Punch a shark in the nose And it will Well, actually, I think it's the Like, I've heard the Actually, I think I've heard the gills, right? You punch it in the gills. I've never heard the nose. So, yeah, interesting. But, yeah, that's, I mean, because, <laughs> like, okay, so maybe the shark, well, obviously the shark did, right? So the shark, there's no denying the woman got bit. And she got back to the beach That's all fact Now the reasonings is why <laughs> Because my thing is, right You punch the shark It's got a, it had a, it had her leg So it's got a taste, right It's got a taste Now, because this is the equivalent, right Tangent, but this is the equivalent if I have got some, I don't know, let's, let's just say oh, a nice piece of jerk chicken or oh, some pineapple. If I am munching on some pineapple and someone comes over, um, maybe they bump me or, or let's just say it gets Physical, and they try and attack me. I put my my pineapple, I put my um jerk chicken down, right? I handle business like I do. I'm not then gonna walk off. No, I'm gonna go pick up my pineapple and my jerk chicken that I put down nicely, and I'm gonna finish that motherfucker off because. That's some tasty shit that I am not letting go to waste. 
Now, I'm not saying I drop it on the floor. If I drop it on the floor, then it's done. <laughs> I ain't picking shit up off London streets, you know what I mean? But, hey. Oh, oh. If I dropped it in the water, I'm eating it because it's water. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, right. You get me? So, I'm saying this shark had had the taste, had that flavour of that good, good human. And it was an Australian chick. So, you know those motherfuckers drink a lot. So, hey, she's been marinated. That's very since lockdown. So, she's been marinated, probably taste. Damn good, right? Tastes damn good. It's not a stringy, like, ugh, dude. It's probably this nice, tender chick, right? He's got some of that fine meat. Mmm. God damn. Yeah. Okay, need to calm down. All right, anyway. But, you feel what I'm saying? So... Some pesky motherfuckers jumped on his back. Give him a little noogie. It's going to be like, ugh, what's this motherfucker doing? Shake him off, right? Shake him off. Then I'd throw a little misdirection. Think, all right, let me, let me pretend that I'm disappearing. Once they've turned their back, I'm coming in. I'm getting... I'm getting some of that, more of that five meat. Then I'm going to just chew on that motherfucker. Maybe take a hand. Take that hand that that fool thought he would use to strike me. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing if I'm a motherfucking shark. So, I ask you. I feel I have given enough evidence to show this story is bullshit. Right? So, what really happened? That's what I want to know Because someone is lying Because I don't feel a shark is going to let his food go Right? Especially in these times You know, someone delivers you food It's a contactless delivery You know what I mean? You're going to eat that motherfucking food So what happened? That's what I want to know. What happened? See, they're saying it was possibly a juvenile great white shark. Great whites, they ain't to be fucked with. So, I don't know, it's three meters. They're saying it's up to three meters, ten foot. To be honest, I have no clue how deep that is. I have no motherfucking clue, people. Yeah, I wasn't great at maths, but fuck it. <laughs> I don't need it. Like, I've got the, my motherfucking phone and computer. You know what I mean? Um, hey, but yeah, I, I feel that's big, right? I feel that's a biggish size. So, you know what I mean? I'm, I don't know why the shark would leave him alone. You know, because, hey, if they're surfing, it's not like they're right on the beach. So they had to then come back. Like there's blood in the water. So, hmm, it does seem suspect. What is crazy about this all, though? <laughs> the thing that really gets me, um, you know, the the local New South West, South Wales ambulance inspector he's like um 
yeah, you know, there's been, <laughs> this is like the third serious shark attack in um recent months in this area. I'm thinking, okay, so, like, is there some warning? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, hey, if there are sharks in those waters, I mean, there are sharks. It's It's Australia. There's sharks everywhere because they are not meant to leave that motherfucking island. It's a defense to keep them in. God damn the fact that planes were invented so those friggin' criminals can fly around the world. Urgh. But um yeah. Like what I, I, I'm kind of imagining that surely there must be some sort of warnings, signs, something to say, yo, people, surfers, there have been sharks attacking people in these waters of late, <laughs> so you might want to, you know, not come in, like, is there any, like, is there anything, because I would hope there's something, and if there is, then, like, you know, that woman should have just given up her leg, but she's a moron. But um, yeah, I'm calling bullshit, people. I want evidence. Okay, people. This week on Chin Check, well, today's Chin Check. Let's uh, let's be clear. Episode seventy-two. We take a look back at last night's contender series. That's week three. And we also preview Munez v Edgar, the fight card that's at the weekend. So once you're done with this, go check that out. Share with all your peoples. Have fun with it. You know what I mean? If you make any bets, win any money, remember to pass on the 10%. Alright? Cool. Now, continue with this episode, people. That's an order. <laughs> Okay, so this week I checked out Indian Matchmaker on Netflix, which I there was I had no inclination to give this a look. Right, I saw that it was coming, and then I saw when you know the day it hit Netflix, and I was a bit like, nah, that's not for me, man. I was like. You get so tired of this sort of show Like there's a You know when you watch them It's like a lot of the time You know most of the time It really just seems like more of a production Than you know people truthfully looking for something You know what I mean And uh, it also seems that a lot's been cut out Now you know it's been edited Right but Yeah it, it feels that you, you know through Say maybe a day worth of conversation You're seeing like a, a, a minute maybe And it's just like Well how Like what does this tell me <laughs> This is insane You know like they And they never follow up on certain things It's crazy so yeah, I was a bit like, nope, not gonna do it. Uh, and I just recently watched season two of Dating Around. 
Is it dating around or dating abroad? Um, one of them. Which mm, wasn't as good as season one. And I'm kind of like that, you know, I've had my feel. <laughs> but uh, on a recent episode of Your Mum's House, they were talking about it. And it did make it sound hilarious and intriguing. Uh, so, you know, as I can't sleep right now, I figured, ah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Two o'clock in the morning one day. Ah, you know what? Let me, fine, I'll check it out. I need something mindless to watch. And, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So it's eight episodes. Uh, they're roughly about, I don't know, like 45 minutes an episode, you know? And it follows, um, you know, the top... <laughs> as uh yeah as she as she put it right this this lady who was like the the top matchmaker in um india <laughs> which is uh yeah it's always a funny thing when someone declares themselves you know of this this thing right uh her name is sima Taparia, I think that's how you pronounce it, obviously, you know, trying to pronounce any of these names <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's gonna be, pro- I'm gonna fuck them all up, because, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I believe that's, um, that's her name, right, so she, she, I mean, well, she used that and um uh, there was another name that she kind of like uh crap hmm now what was it let me try and remember oh that's it um sima mamia which is auntie and that's the odd one because everyone's like they meet her and they'll be like oh hello auntie hello auntie and i'm like oh what the fuck like so yeah it, it, it's very different And like I, I mean I've noticed that With like friends And other people When they meet certain people You know they, they use different affectations And I'm always a bit like Okay <laughs> I like I'm, you know I mean for me It's I'm using your name Mostly I, I refer to people via their surnames You know or I, I'm giving you some sort of nickname <laughs> But, yeah, I'm not one for these weird titles And I'm definitely not calling anyone Auntie or uncle or anything crazy like that Especially if you ain't even blood, you know But fuck it, whatever, that's what they did, right And, um, yeah, so supposedly, right Supposedly, she's Mumbai's number one matchmaker Which, um, I know, be interesting if she is or isn't, right? <laughs> now, there's, there's, there's not really a way of, um, of knowing You know, maybe she is the worst But the only one that would agree to be on this show 
Who knows? Like, how are we going to find out? <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's, that's how she um, would refer to herself. Uh, and yeah, so basically, you know what I mean? Like, we meet her and she, you know, she explains what it is she does. You know, like she does at one point say, um, oh, it, it's not arranged marriage. It's marriage or love marriage, right? Which, yeah, I kind of get. And it's funny. So after, you know, watching it all and everything like that. So I usually, you know, go online just so I, I have the names and everything in front of me. When I talk about this kind of stuff And there's a, there's a lot of backlash to it Which I find kind of funny Right, so there's a lot of backlash Of people going um, Well, well <laughs> you know, some people saying oh, You know, they, um, they refer to people Only wanting to talk to Like attractive people Or, you know, um when cast was mentioned and when um like skin color is mentioned and and stuff like that and just like people oh it's not like that it's not like that how are like okay <laughs> okay you know what I mean like calm down because we know it's bullshit right everyone protesting going oh no, 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 it's not like that at all And we're like, it's fine You know, it's fine Because, hey, it's not like Oh, people will watch this and go Huh, it's not like that in our culture Oh yeah, we're all more open No, everyone, like, wherever you go You know, wherever you go that's the way it is You know, people want to try and pretend Oh, it's just about personality Oh, it's just about And we hear the people on this show Make these ludicrous claims at times But then when they're going through And just like, oh no, I don't like the look of them And oh no, yeah, she just wasn't that pretty And blah 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 And it's just like, well yeah <laughs> Because people, you know, even if they say they're not about looks. They are. And come on, look, it's it's not a it's not a sin. Because obviously there's gotta be there's hey, there's a reason we talk to people, right? Like you're not gonna know the personality of just looking at someone. So there needs to be a reason for you to go speak with them. You know what I mean? So it it, it that's what it is. And you can look at some of the people that are talking to each other And you could think to yourself Huh Yeah, they're not very attractive Or, oh I think they could do better Or blah, blah, blah But That's your taste Yeah, <laughs> like The people The ones that they're talking to And they're like Oh, yeah, no, it's really attractive And blah, blah, blah Yeah That means that's their taste So, ah, whatever you know, I don't know why we, you know what I mean, always try and pretend that things are a certain way when, you know, truthfully, 
<laughs> they are like that. Someone else as well kind of said that, um, you know, oh, the show's bad because it was only showing people from like an affluent background. And we're like, well, of course. Right, so this woman, you know, this matchmaker, she's based in Mumbai. Right? But she's flying all over. And and not just within India. Yeah, she I think she goes to Delhi, but then she's gone to she's flying over to America. And then she goes to Canada. That's not gonna be cheap. And I'm assuming, because it's never said. And it is something that you kind of think, hmm. But you are assuming that the client is paying that. Or she's kind of factored it into the cost of the service. Yeah, so for you know for her to do all of that, she's not gonna go to someone that's not making really a lot of money. Because you'd think they wouldn't be able to afford that service. Unless it's like, you know, she she handles all these very affluent customers and then allows herself, like, say, I don't know, five or a certain number of, you know, lower income customers per month or something like that. Maybe that's a get who knows, because it's never mentioned. But that's not really the thing right that i mean that for me that wasn't like hmm this is an issue there's you you see it on all of these type of programs like they're never dealing with like you know crazy poor people <laughs> i mean it's just it is what it is right uh so you know we see her talking with free guys and free girls all yeah i would say all very different Right now, some are man, yeah, some are more likable than others. <laughs> yeah, I definitely say some are more likable than others. Like, um, there's uh, a lawyer, right? Um, Apana, I think her name is, right? And you know, she's very, um, what would be the She's confident in herself, right? Which definitely isn't a bad thing. Hilarious thing is, though, right? So, she, um, you know, because every time she goes back to um, the matchmaker, and he's like, no, I don't think that's going to work, or, you know, for this reason, or whatever, whatever. And then we see her speaking to mum, and she's just like, um, and someone might say something like, oh, you know, sometimes you're not that open. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. But I don't think I need to change. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. <laughs> Which is hilarious. And, hey, you know what? I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. Because, I think, look, at the core of who we are, right? Why do you, why would you need to compromise to, like, you know, for someone else's needs, right, but, but then on the flip, there are certain, there's, like, certain things she was doing that you're just, like, what the fuck, 
You know, like, um, she met one guy, and, like, you know, they're talking, and he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm a lawyer, and she's just like, oh, you know, because her big thing was she doesn't want to meet a lawyer, and, um, yeah, she's just like, ugh, and he's just like, yeah, I love what I do, and she's like, ugh, really, because I hate it. That that's weird that you like it. Why do you like it? And this is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And it, at the end, it was funny because she was just like, you know, he seemed like a really nice guy, and yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to going on another date with him. And he was just like, yeah, she's she was nice and all, but very negative, like on a. Load of stuff Because he'd say Oh I like this And she'd be like Ugh Really Ugh And and it's just like Yes You shouldn't change Who you are You know At its core But maybe Maybe Don't deride people's choices Like Straight out (laughs) And if you are going to, at least try and be funny about it. Because the way like, you'd say, it was just like, so, ugh, you're an idiot. <laughs> so you'd be like, fuck. You know, like, someone would just need to be like, you know, fuck it. I can get part, you know, for anything to work. Which, hey, I'm sure many people would. You know what I mean? So that was a thing with her Like you did really feel bad For this one girl Like um Nadia Who was an event planner There's like uh, Like you saw her meet up with one guy Who was Real flaky Real f- Like one of those ones where it's just like Hey so we're You know she arranged to meet him one time And He then just never contacted her you know, until, I think it was either the next day or the day after that, then suddenly she heard from him, and he was just like, oh yeah, I, I just felt really ill, so, you know, and it was, but it was something like, um, oh, so I went to the sauna, and uh, I just kind of felt weird when I came out, so I just lied down, and it was just like, so you, you couldn't just text, let me know that you weren't coming, maybe? You know, like, his reasons for not were odd. And another time, they, he was meant to meet her with a, her friends. Because, and she had said when she was with her friends, she's like, oh, a lot of times we, when we hang out, we meet, we hang out with his friends. Right? And so the one time he was coming to meet her, he just didn't show. Didn't show. And when she contacted him, he's like, yeah, I'm just about to leave. Yeah, it was one of those times. Uh, yeah, I'm just leaving in a second. Yeah, I'm just leaving in a second. And then it was just a, oh, I got in a row with my sister, so I'm not coming. And we're like, what? That's some weak ass excuse, man. So, like, ah, oh, man. And it seemed bad. Seemed bad. You know, because she seemed like a nice girl. Right? Honestly, seemed like a nice girl. And the other crazy thing was as well, like, you know, I think her family were from Guyana, so they were Indian, but they had 
you know, her parents lived in Guyana before moving to uh, New Jersey. And that's an issue for a lot of people, supposedly, which seems kind of crazy, but, you know, but yeah, so she was struggling to find someone. There was a couple of guys, like the one guy who's a jeweler, a jeweler, yeah, and um, just so picky, like so friggin' picky. But the thing was, it was kind of obvious that he didn't really want to, you know, do this thing. But he, because he said one time, like, oh, all my friends have kind of got married. And have girlfriends So like the pe- the circle of people I can go out with Has got small So I'm kind of like eh, I might as well You know Find someone kind of thing So it was just like He wanted to meet someone Rather just because everyone else is Then I really want to meet someone But as when you saw him on dates Like it was just nitpicking, like, they'd be having a good time, and, like, there was one, and he was having a good time with this girl, and I think, she said something, like, innocuous, right, I think, like, um, oh, yeah, my family's from this small village, or something, something, and it was just, like, you just saw him just go, like, you know, feel like, ugh, (laughs) yeah, and then, and that was it, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, oh dear <laughs> and, But the, the the crazy thing about it is That, um, you know, the guys could turn down A whole heap of, like, choices But when the girls turned down choices It was just like, mm, you shouldn't be so picky and you should just meet them because ba ba ba. It was like that. That whole different of um, you're being awkward and ah, well, you just haven't found your match yet. Kind of thing is kind of crazy. But there was this one girl who had a uh, you know she's got a I think it's like a dem a denim clothing like online business, right? And she she you know. Very confident And you know saying I'm independent And all of this seemed very nice But you know She was kind of not really meeting People and people going Oh you need to lose weight before It was crazy like she, It's not like she was big You know what I mean it was just like what But uh Yeah it's It's funny because um So she where she lived You know um the woman was like, oh, you know what, I don't really know this area as much, but I have a friend who's a matchmaker here, and she's, she's kind of more trendy, because this, every day, because when this girl kind of was like, oh, I'd like to meet someone like this, and this, and this, and this, and this, you would see this simmer thinking, hmm, I don't know, but yeah, she was just like, oh, this other this other matchmaker I know, she's more, you know, kind of into your kind of shit, so you, you meet her, and um, she met her, 
And this woman was not. <laughs> she was like she would she wanted to pretend. You know, because when you had them both talking, like this this um Simmer one was like um oh yeah, you know, you know, so it's not their choice, it's the parents' choice. And you know, she so she came she comes off as really traditional. Right, and the other one's just like, no, 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 no. It's that you should give the choice to the to the young people who are looking for the match and blah 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 blah. So it sounds like she is real open. But when um this Anika was went to talk to her, she really isn't open at all. Yo, it it, it it kind of you you look at it and you'd be like, yo, so Simmer is actually the more open matchmaker. Really. There's you know, this woman, I I forget her name, but she's just like, well, you know, when you when you marry a man, you have to kind of, you know, give yourself to them and compromise on everything and you know make sure that you're available to if and it's just like at no point it was just like yeah the guy should compromise on it was just like no you need to stop doing that and you need to change that and do that and you know if if he wants to move somewhere you should just move and she's like but my business and she's like huh but you should be there for him, <laughs> and, it was a, and you just saw her face just sinking, like, oh, I thought you were meant to be the open one, you ain't open at all, <laughs> which was, yeah, it was insane, it was insane, so, uh, yeah, she met one dude, but, I think they, her sister did a little Google search, found that there was information he hadn't divulged, so that just didn't work. But it is, it was interesting just how, like, speaking with all of the, you know, these just different people who were all so different, and just kind of their views on everything, you know what I mean? Like what they're looking for, what the, what things are the priority and what aren't, right? That was the kind of interesting thing, and uh, I mean there was subtitles, but I don't think you really needed to read them to kind of just follow the show and go with it and everything like that, because it kind of you know. You could work it all out, really, in, like, what was said. What is interesting, though, because I think when you hear about this whole thing, you think, oh, it's going to be something different, right? It really isn't, though. It it really isn't different to other dating, like, situations, because... You know, the matchmaker would give these people, like, this thing called a biodata. Which is just a sheet of paper with a picture and information on it. Right? And, like, so you, you're thinking, oh, okay, so this in, the information on it is, like, 
you know, this carefully crafted, or, but no, it's just essentially what you might find on like a, a Tinder, Bumble or Hinge profile, that's it, right, because I'm thinking, okay, so they've met with a the person, they've asked them all of these questions, and they've written, they haven't written it at all, it's, you know, information that, yeah, the person has given them, so it's just like, oh, so I'm happy and confident and blah, 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 you know what I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, the standard thing, so, you know, you have this idea and perception that it's something, but no, it's essentially, you know, dating apps in the flesh, that's what this is, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, people could look at it and be like, oh, I wouldn't use a matchmaker, but, you know, we basically all do, you know, through uh, dating apps and, you know, websites, uh, you know, eHarmony, Match, Guardian, Date, like, all of that, it's just all the same, it is all the same. Everyone has the same preferences and, you know, things that they're like, oh, no, not that. And yes, that, you know, it's we all have the same thinking, essentially. So where some people have looked at this and gone, oh, it's bad. It's a bad show. It's just like, no, what it really does is show that whatever culture People have the same hookups. People have the same things they're looking for. They just... Dating is dating wherever you go. Right? So, um, yeah. It's it's odd. You know? Real odd. Like, there's one guy. Ash... Ash Gay? Ash Gay? Something like that, right? He lives at... I think all of them live at home. Which I think is a cultural thing, kind of, I guess, right? Um, but he lives at home, and he his mum basically dictates everything. Everything. Which is hilarious. But, yeah, you, you kind of look at it with some of them, and you'd be like, well, you've got to just take control of your own life, man. Yeah, got to. Because, you know, he's a bit like, because every, everyone that's like, oh yeah, I've got my own business. Well, they don't. <laughs> like they they were working at their parents' business. That that's essentially it. Apart from like the Nadia with the events and Anika with the denim. They actually had their own, but everyone else seemed to just they're working at their parents' business. It's not theirs. Right? But yeah, it's because you're so connected with the parents, that's why this shit is so, you know, they are dictating to you, like, oh, yeah, you, you should marry this person, or you should do this, because you live, like, if you're living under their roof, and they're paying you, like, your rent, and all of it, yeah, they kind of get a say. <laughs> so if you want mad independence, be independent. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, hey, if you you want something which you don't really have to think about, right? And you, you're into all of these crazy-ass dating shows that are on Netflix and everywhere else, you know? 
dating around, what is it, love at first sight, just, yeah, all of them, man, you know, then, yeah, you, you will be into this, you know, so, yeah, if it sounds like your thing, go check it out, Indian Matchmaker, it's on Netflix, people, alright, cool. Okay, so this week I checked out Mission Critical by Mark Greeny. Uh, it's narrated by Jay Snyder. Now, it's book eight in um, Greeny's Grey Man series, which, yes, I realise it is an odd number to come in at. You know, usually I start at number one with things like this. Um, but I looked at the description and it kind of seemed that I didn't need to, uh, you know, know what had happened previously to be able to get into this. Uh, it basically was in a sale on Audible. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of how I stumble on a lot of things, really. Um, so, yeah, it was in a sale and I'd heard about greenery stuff. Right, I think when I checked out um, Terminal Point by uh, Jack Carr, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, ah, oh, if you like this, you'll like Mark Greenery. And I'd always seen his name floating around, but I just never checked him out. So, uh, yeah, it just seemed like, all right, let me do this. You know what I mean? Because, hey, if I can check out A and it's decent, I can go back, right? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's what I did. You know, uh, the gist of the book is this. Court Gentry's flight on a CIA transport plane is interrupted when a security team brings a hooded man aboard. They want to kick Gentry off the flight, but are overruled by CIA head headquarters the mystery man is being transported to england where a joint cia mi6 team will interrogate him about a mile about a mole in langley when they land in an isolated airbase in the uk they are attacked by a hostile force who kidnaps the prisoner only gentry escapes his handlers send him after the attackers, but what can one operative do against a trained team of assassins? A lot when the operative is the grey man. See, that description is a little bit because he wasn't the only person that survived. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, wait, what? <laughs> he wasn't the only person that survived on that plane. That's weird. I mean, yeah, they all got a little dinged up, but, you know, there was someone else, you know, so, yeah, that was a bit weird, but, you know, whatever, whatever. Now, um, yeah, to be honest, this wasn't a bad book, I, 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 yeah, I enjoyed it, I, yeah, I'd say I did enjoy it, you know, I will probably go back and check out the others, you know what I mean? Um, now, I guess one of the, the things is, is just like, you know, and I think it's, it's a problem when you read these sort of things, you know, like everyone, 
you know, your main character is usually like the best at everything. You know what I mean? Like they they can they can kick everyone's ass. And it just makes it a little bit like uh really really and you know, even you know, there'll be some books and people might be thinking, oh no 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 in that book like there was someone that beat that guy's eye and be like, Yes. But what you usually find in their first meeting they lose. But then in the second meeting they figured it out and win. And it's just like, ugh, come on, man. Really? Really? You know, because it's not like, say, um, boxing or MMA, right? So you could, with that, you can go, all right, the strategy is this, and I did it wrong, and blah, 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 and if I tweak this, I'll be better. No, in these fights, there's no rules. There's no rules. It's some gully shit. So if you're having your, like, you're not, if there's someone that is just faster and better, yeah, you're going to lose to them. So I like the fact that within this book, you know, he, um, ah, oh gosh, I think it's Hicks. I think the character's called Hicks and beats his ass repeatedly. I like that. I thought, okay, right, you're not going to be one of those those books where, um, yeah, you know, the guy just runs roughshod over everyone. So I was fine with that. I was like, all right, this is promising. You know, there were definitely things here that were a little bit. That's a little convenient. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um, when, uh, you know, the girls in the safe house. Like, that whole thing was just a bit like, come on, you know, it, 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 it was just, I guess, not just the big thing, but I guess, like, the, the, the you know, the security, how the security were, it's just, it's a little played out, do you know what I mean? It's a little bit played out, but fine. Whatever, whatever. You know, the rest of the action... The action is pretty good. You know? Um, like... I think... You know, there was a thing... There was a lot of things that were... Predictable. You know, I guess, like, the first plan. You'd be like... Hmm. Alright, I kind of get it. But it is a little bit... But then, no, then, you know, as it goes on and you, oh, there's more to it. You're like, okay, that's cool. That makes sense now. That, yes, that's fine. Great. Cool. We can go with that. You know, I, I think um, at the beginning, you do wonder what's going on. Just, uh, and not with the story, essentially, but the fact is, like, um, two years before, you know, and we're, we're going back into, and you're like, wait, what? How is this tying? But then you realise, oh, the the jump backs are getting shorter. So then you realise, okay, so we're playing into something. We're bringing that into the now. Fine. Okay, that works. You know, that makes sense. So it does all 
kind of tie together okay. You know, they, they they bring all the stories together, even though at the very beginning, you know, there's stuff going on in America, then you've got stuff in the UK, but yeah, that all gets kind of coalesced, so that was fun, you know, didn't mind it, and I guess, um, it is kind of believable to an extent. You know, there's definitely stuff going on. You go, all right, that, like, you know, going that route, that makes sense. I can see that. Like, some of the stuff for sure. You're like, okay. <laughs> you know, like infiltrating a gang in Nottingham and that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff, you're like, mm, not sure. But for this, I'm fine with suspending my belief. You know what I mean? I, I can, you know, I can roll with that. <laughs> it's not the craziest thing I've ever, ever come across. You know, so there's, there's certain things that you're just a bit like, hmm, I'm not sure. Like two people breaking into the same building at basically the same time. You know, like, okay. Huh. Alright, fine. <laughs> you if you wanna do that, it's fine. I'll go with it. <laughs> you know. But uh I'm not sure it necessarily would happen. But uh you know, I guess the pacing of the book is decent. You know, you are engaged, you are you're all the way through, like, okay, yeah, I'm with it, I'm down with it, cool, 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 let's go. Moving on, boom. Yo, you're not scratching your head going, ugh, where are they going with this? This is just too much, man. You know, that, like, so yeah, that's good. They do a little misdirect, you know, I guess with the informants and all of that. So that was, you know, that was cool. Because, yeah, as I said, look, there's certain things in this that you're just like, all right, I see that happening. Right, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's other things that they do kind of, you know, red herring you with. So that all works out. Now, I guess at the end, you do kind of think, hmm, but why are they going to let her still do that? Because I guess, you know, because you do kind of feel, alright, although you might say the only word you have is from a certain person, but I think you can understand from this woman's interactions that, you know, her doing that thing probably was going to happen, so why would you, you know, and then the threat you know, it's kind of like, well, yeah, but now isn't that going to make her try and be a bit more, you know, creepy about it all? So you do wonder, and you do kind of figure, okay, so that's going to definitely play out in a later book. You know, I know there's a book nine, which came out this year, but, you know, who knows? 
who knows how long they want this series to go on for so uh, but yeah you can imagine that what goes down at the very end of this is something that's gonna play out at a later date because how could it not right but uh i would say that if you're a fan of um oh jack ryan right so those tom clancy books um if you're a fan of um i think probably mark dawson you know that stuff right then yeah you'll you'll dig this go you know, either like um as i said before like earlier i came via uh jack carr right so if you like those books you'll be down with this you know and um yeah as i said look this is this was enjoyable i'm going to i'm going to go back i'm going to check out other stuff yeah find out more about this gray man you know because hey you know a little bit of um you know action and adventure it's always it's always a decent way to spend the time so uh, yeah if that's your bag then uh Mark Greeny's Mission Critical, I'd say, could be for you. And, uh, yeah, I did, you know, obviously, there's a, a few kind of interactions that you can see, oh, they, they were from previous books, but you don't need to have read them to be able to get into this and enjoy it. So, uh, there you go, people. There you go. Okay, people, so we are drawing to a close of another episode. But before we do, let's get into some news. And the big thing I want to drop right now is, man, so the 24th edition of the Fantasia International Film Festival kicks off tomorrow August the 20th So it starts at 7pm online This year the festival will present A distinguished and virtual lineup Of more than 100 feature films And 180 short films Accessible to movie lovers Across Canada With a wild assortment of scheduled screenings Panels and workshops taking place online from the 20th of August to the 2nd of September. This 20th edition will open with a special screening of Neil Marshall's recently completed cinematic powerhouse, The Reckoning. It's a poignant and horrific period thriller set in 1665 against the backdrop of the Great Plague and the subsequent witch hunts in England. It stars Charlotte Kirk, Sean Pertwee, Joe Anderson, Stephen Waddington and Emma Campbell-Jones. Um, so it's a vivid, compelling and confrontational film whose themes are frighteningly poignant in 
today's society. This will mark the second time that a work from the esteemed British filmmaker has opened Fantasia. In um, 2005, The Descent was the opening film. Okay, so that's not all, people. On um, August the 22nd at 4pm, John Carpenter will have a masterclass where he'll discuss everything from his own festival origin story to his awe-inspiring career, touching on Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, The Thing, Starman, They Live and many more. In addition, the festival will explore his recent resurgence as a touring musician and play you his latest spine-tingling single. Among the award-awaited titles of this first weekend, on Friday the 21st, festival attendees will be able to watch Hunted, a survivalist thriller Directed by Vincent Parmond, as well as Slacks on Sunday the 23rd from Montreal, Eliza Kephart, who co-produced Through the Frontiers Compungent Market. The feature will be preceded at 5pm by a Yob Shimmer documentary, The Prophet and the Space Aliens, which follows the founder and guru of the realism movement, Rail. And finally, on Monday, August the 24th, the public will be able to discover the most hated man in wrestling after winning a highly controversial WCW World Heavyweight Championship in 2000. In You Cannot Kill David Arquette, an unexpectedly emotional and heartfelt documentary directed by David Dogg and Price James, in which David Arquette attempts a rocky return to the sport that stalled his promising Hollywood career. Fantasia's 24th edition will be held online from the 20th of August to the 2nd of September. The complete program can be found online. And tickets for the festival are on sale 10 on the, um, at 10 on the festival's website. So, um, yeah, go check it out. There will be a link in the information of this episode okay so other news people fans of um supernatural will be pleased to know that the um series finale will be hitting the airways on the 19th of november on the cw um yeah I don't know, let's see if it actually ends or if, you know, in a year or so's time they bring it back. <laughs> now some other news, so Apple have renewed their um, Ted Lasso series uh, that is um, starring Jason Sadakis. you know, who um, co-wrote it along with Bill Lawrence. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to get a second series which will have another 10 episodes which probably should hit Apple sometime next year. Um, surprisingly enough as well, Netflix have just handed out a series renew to Warrior Nun. Yeah. Now we talked about it a few episodes ago um, Because I checked it out and I could not finish it As <laughs> it was infuriating uh, But yeah, it's getting another 10 episodes Which, um, yeah, odd Very, very odd And um, finally people, let's end on this Okay, so um, Amazon has handed out a straight-to-series order for um, a adaptation of the David Cronenberg film Dead Ringers. Yeah, they are switching things up though, because Rachel Wise will be um, taking on the Jeremy Irons role of the original film. You know, she's going to be executive producing the series as well. So, um, in the film, Irons played twin uh, genealogists who um, both begin a relationship with the same woman. So, uh, yeah, Wise is going to (laughs) be doing that. You know what I mean? So, uh, interesting. I wonder if she gets paid twice. Um, But this is Wise's first regular TV role. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, I guess, you know, I was a bit surprised. But, yeah, I guess I haven't... I can't recall seeing her in anything. So, um, yeah, I wonder if it's because the films are drying up or, you know, she just wants to change her pace. Who knows But uh, yeah This is um, Going to be coming people So uh, you can Look forward to that Alright so um, Yeah I think that is Us Right so we are done for another Week and we will uh, Yeah we'll touch base Again next Wednesday So people Take it easy, have fun, and, uh, yeah, peace.